0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to MacGuffin's Podcast. This is one co-host, Nick Boynton. Uh, I am your other co-host, Johnny Grass. Now, today is a very special episode, because for the first time ever, we've left you with a cliffhanger. And speaking of that cliffhanger, Johnny, would you care to explain? Uh, Yes, I'd like to give you an
1: update on last week's cliffhanger. Uh, If you remember from last week's episode, we gave you a cliffhanger about The children that may or may not get hurt daily at McDonald's. And as McDonald's workers, we've seen a lot of things. We've seen Karens. We've seen pee and poop on the floor. We've seen...
0: We've seen Karens, heathens, uh, ravages of society, really. We've seen criminal-esque people. We've seen uh, just everything you can imagine.
1: And so, unfortunately, I do have a story to tell you of some kids getting hurt at McDonald's and yes I laughed so I wasn't even uh, on a shift I was actually getting ready to record with Nick here last week when a child no older than 3 or 4 comes bursting into the lobby and immediately first step into the door they face plan on the ground and I'm sitting at the table right next to the door so it's a complete shock to me And I'm trying to hold in laughter because the parents are right there. And um, the child gets up and they're alright and they're laughing about it. And I feel better. I feel like I can let out a little chuckle. Um, But then, right next to our entrance are our kiosks, our self-ordering kiosks. So the child takes a couple more running steps and smacks her face into the kiosks that are dense metal surroundings and
0: hard corners i'm
1: i yeah i'm uh i'm surprised she didn't like cut herself or anything on the corners um but yeah she smacked her face first into the kiosk and i let out an audible laugh and i felt bad but the parents were telling her you know that's what you deserve for (laughs) running around like an absolute absolute animal so i i felt slightly bad for laughing not too bad but it was it, it it fits right along with the topic we told you we'd we'd leave you on a cliffhanger with, and we have another update from a previous episode, uh, episode two. Uh, Nick, give them that update.
0: All right. So, I'm sure as kids we've all heard the expression that dreams really do come true, and today I would like to talk about one of my dreams that came true, uh, a Mick dream, if you will, uh, of which I'm sure most McDonald's workers have had at least one. So there I was and I was in the grill area as I typically am in a not too busy day. And I noticed that there's an order that requires two, not one, but two ice cream cones. Now me, being the ever helpful and quick McDonald's worker that I am, rush up front and stall everybody stopping them from making the ice cream cones. Uh, for purely helpful reasons, of course, I, you know, being the McDonald's worker I am, I rush over there and I immediately get to work on these two ice cream cones. Now, I wanted to try and make just one good ice cream cone. So the first ice cream cone was practice, but it actually turned out pretty good. So the second ice cream cone I thought was even better because I took the practice and I basically just did it a little more methodically Um, and I made these two ice cream cones and I brought them over to the window and wouldn't you believe it Mick Gordon Ramsay who's not actually Gordon Ramsay the ice cream cone inspector, dream crusher and developer takes a long look at both of the ice cream cones I'm holding in my expectant and hopeful hands. After about a 5 to ten second pause where the Gordon Ramsay of ice cream cones is looking at both of my cones, two hands are raised that clap together (laughs) and just crush the entirety of both my ice cream cones. Now me, being a masculine McDonald's worker was sure not to let out a squeal akin to a little girl in sheer ecstasy and excitement before rushing back to the grill area so replacement cones could be made, but I knew in that moment that I had to share this moment with our ever-supportive and amazing audience. You know, um, whether it's through donating
1: to the Ronald McDonald Charity House, or destroying ice cream cones for no good reason, dreams do come true at McDonald's. And
0: we do work hard to give everyone our best support. However, there are a lot of sins that we commit as McDonald's workers on the clock. Would you care to elaborate, John?
1: You know, as we've talked about, we deal with customers that, you know, don't always comply with, you know, how we're expecting nice, polite customers to act, uh, we have Karens and we have customers that come in at 10:50 with a mobile order.
0: Sometimes, uh, even our own listeners are guilty of this sin. But the the main point is, we talked about being good workers,
1: and we have talked about dealing with dealing with bad customers. Uh, and in lapse of being good workers, we all succumb to anger we all succumb to pettiness. Pettiness yes. So this episode will be about apologizing and repenting for our petty petty mistakes uh, our choices that we make to get slight slight revenge at those those customers and I'd like to start off by uh, giving a good first example. So whenever I'm in the grill area and I'm it's been a long night and I'm not that far ahead on the checklist or I'm right on time on the checklist. I like to be pretty far ahead on the checklist uh, because it just guarantees that I'll get more sleep Uh, after a long shift I wake up at 5 a.m. usually to work my other job so I try to get out of McDonald's as soon as possible by getting as far ahead on my checklist as I can. So after a long night knowing I have to be up in the morning and it's already been a long day because I probably worked a shift that day I get very irritable and most of the time I'm able to control that. But I did have a lapse in judgment and a lapse in control over my anger and my my outrage that customers were coming in so late. So at one point to get back at a customer who ordered I think five sandwiches at like ten fifty five, I I took each of them they were all McChickens, I took each of them and I wrapped them all seven or eight times, and that's that's not. I didn't wrap them all at once so that all the, the seams of the wrappers lined up and they could easily do them all at once. I wrapped one, and then I would flip it upside down so I could make the seams on the other side of the sandwich, and then I'd do that again where I flip it upside down and wrap it again, so that each wrapper would have to come off, Each wrapper layer would have to come off individually and it would just be a pain for the customer. And I know that was a dumb mistake, and I, I'm actually sorry for that. Like, that was just petty and stupid. But, I mean, in hindsight, it's pretty funny. It and, is very funny. And I hope the customers had a laugh instead of work. I mean, I hope it was either confusion or laughter instead of anger because I, I realize it was a, a bad a bad thing to do to let
0: my rage out of contr- out of my own control. Sometimes I'll get sandwiches, and this is a confession of mine, where they ask for so much extra. Extra this, that, this, that, this, that, that, that. Add this, add that, add this and that. And there's just so much on this one sandwich. And I'm just like, why do you need a sandwich that has every topping on it, so complex, so much stuff for just one sandwich? And then they'll order a bunch of other sandwiches with basically everything on there. Um, I can safely say that in a few moments of anger, I have put an excessive amount of extra on sandwiches. So they'll ask for extra ketchup. We put one squirt of ketchup on there. Extra would equate to roughly two squirts of ketchup. I can safely say that I've put on five or six Which is two to three times the recommended amount of extra and then repeated that process with all of their toppings. So the more extra they were the more extra I am and their burger can equate to something that is more than half toppings, sloppy mess and Maybe a half, if they're lucky, buns and and meat. I
1: guarantee that sandwich is falling apart. They're not eating that sandwich in one piece. I
0: wrap it, and I fold it up in a very delicate manner, knowing that it's going to be, like, tossed into a bag with another sandwich tossed on top of it and just splatter the ingredients everywhere. See, I can't tell if... See, I did something like that,
1: actually, Sunday, because I closed grill on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I can't tell if it was petty or not. Um... I was uh, making a sandwich and they asked for they asked for extra pickle they asked for a crispy chicken extra pickle and they specifically said, "I want a lot of extra pickle as much as you're willing to give me See. And so so I couldn't tell if it was pettiness or not because I was slightly annoyed that like normal extra pickle wouldn't be enough for them, but at the same time, I was giving them what they wanted. so like I put as much extra pickle as I could fit on the sandwich. And then I decided to, since our crispy chicken goes into a bag instead of a wrapper or a box, I put did you pickles put... into the bag as well. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I put, like, two pinches of pickles into the bag. And, I mean, maybe they wanted that. I I was honestly, it,
0: it was it was part
1: did. anger and it was part, like, I don't know, maybe that won't be enough for them. I don't want them to come back. So I'll give them more pickles they can put on their sandwich if they want or eat them individually. I don't care. <laughs> That's
0: creative thinking at its best. Yeah. You know, creative pettiness, I'd say, is okay sometimes. You know, obviously we're not supposed to, obviously. Uh, We think back to it and we're sorry for acting out and taking that out on the customers. Um, But I'd say sometimes a little bit of creative pettiness can certainly spice up the day. And, you know, it definitely makes you feel better in the moment because you're like, ha-ha. I got back at that customer that was either rude while ordering or just absurd with their order and a pain in the butt and now I've been a pain in the butt back.
1: Oh, definitely. And we can, I, can, I mean, I can assure you that it's not just crew members that get petty. We've been like sometimes instructed by management to get a bit petty. Uh, so this is one that we talked about in the first episode. People not wanting to pull forward when we asked them to pull forward. And so we've been instructed when that happens to not take that lightly because it drives up our times. It wastes the time of the customers behind you. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So when we ask you to pull and you don't, I don't know why I'm saying you. You guys wouldn't do this. You guys listen to McGuffin's podcast. When customers come to our window and won't pull when we ask them to, uh, we've been instructed to treat that as a big deal. So one of the things we could do is we ask them how they paid. And then if they say card, we ask for their card back. We say there was some mistake. And we go and we refund them their money and we don't give them any of their food. We refund their money and tell them to have a nice day that we're not going to serve them because they aren't following by our guidelines. And that's pretty petty even of management to well, ask that's, of us. That's, but, I mean, it's, it's McDonald's policy. Or another thing is even if your food is ready, we'll run out all the orders behind you. We will run outside and go around your car and run out orders to cars behind you in the drive through. So that you get your food last because you were being you were being petty and not pulling.
0: Now, see, that's petty, right? Yeah. Where you make them pay four times that they're running up with more of their time. I'd say that refusing service, depending on how busy you are, you have a right to refuse service. I would say that's not petty. That's just a business decision that you have to make. Correct. But to use the trickery to get them their money back is like... So if they haven't complied with moving forward, sometimes you have to outsmart them because they're not listening to or respecting your authority. If it's cash, it's easy. We just go dig you out some cash from the drawer and you're gone. But
1: the the card uses a little bit of trickery, so Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's it's And I had someone that didn't pull and they wanted to call corporate in the line and we were like, well, while you call corporate, we'll be on the phone with the police because we're trying to get them off our property at that point. It's, just pull when we ask you to and we won't be petty or potentially refuse you service slash call the cops on you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's that simple. Respect the people who are supposed to be there. Let us do our jobs and let us serve you. Do not interfere with our ability or if you do something bad enough you'll get removed from the premises
1: by coming to mcdonald's it's like you are agreeing to comply with all our rules we wouldn't let you walk out of the store without paying for your food we wouldn't let you come in if we found out we wouldn't let you poop on the floor and smear it all all over the place if you were and so we're not going to let you break our guidelines break our policy you to pull just, you forward without consequences. Yeah, you can't just walk in and go back to the grill and make yourself your own sandwich. Yeah, by coming to McDonald's, yeah, it's your choice and we're here there to serve you. But you do agree to kind
0: of follow our guidelines. Follow our While you're guidelines. on the premises, you have to follow the rules of the premises.
1: Yeah, it's how we run a business. It's how any business runs. Like, at Walmart, do you go back and check out your own stuff? But at Walmart, do you cut in front of the line and then wait there and like, not let anyone else move. No, you're you're probably, because everyone can see you there. Well, you're hiding in your car, so you can be
0: as big of a pain as you want, right? Well, no, that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. My thing about it is, is I remember a time where a customer came in multiple times throughout the day, kind of like the customer you talked about that said they were royalty um, last episode and went on that spiel where they kept coming in and making... problem. You know, we had a customer that kept coming in, kept making a problem, and we told them you are not allowed to come back or set foot on the premises for the rest of the day. You're you're banned, you know, you're cut off. You're you can't come back inside or on the property. And so I watched them run down the road, take a little hop, you know, with both of their feet together hopped into our, onto our premises and then hop back off and ran ran down the road. And so I just watched it happen and I went, and I was like, Hey, that guy, uh, jumped on our property and ran off and our, our managers called the police and were like, Hey, this guy has done this, 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 and this. We've told him he's not to be on our property anymore. He jumped on the thing. And we could have pressed charges on this guy for jumping on our property. But we chose not to do that because we thought that seeing the police in our parking lot would make him respect our choice to not have him on the premises.
1: If you are... Banned from McDonald's for a day or f- for any period of time. You're working too hard.
0: Yeah, you've done too
1: much. <laughs> you're, t- you're trying too hard, man. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Right. Uh,
1: I mean, that's not even something you need to apologize for. That's not pettiness you need to apologize for. Even though he just hopped on it, specific- it's like breaking a breaking a was it restraining order mm-hmm. kind of. It's a uh, it was something we take seriously, and it sounds ridiculous, but I mean, we got we gotta abide by policy. We gotta make sure we're maintaining the safety of the normal customers. We gotta make sure we're maintaining our safety. We don't know what's going through, uh, customers' heads that are being a pain, how much more trouble they're gonna cause, uh, you know? You never know when someone's gonna throw a rock through your window because they're angry at you, you know? I mean, it happens. I mean, I've never seen that happen specifically, but stuff happens where customers do petty stuff. Overreact. And
0: do crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. This isn't actually a story, um, about me or anyone i've worked with this is a story about my dad because uh, he was a manager at a mcdonald's for a while mm-hmm. so he uh was working at a mcdonald's and a trucker came through mm-hmm. and they ordered a fish filet meal and so then this trucker disappears they thought he was just in the bathroom so they f- set his food on his table took the tag and walked away two and a half hours three hours pass this trucker is still not returned for his food at that point, it's probably it's probably a health, I'm not sure, it's probably a health violation and a safety violation to have rotting food out on the table. Plus, well, it's it's just, it just takes up space where other customers could be sitting. So they go out and they throw it away. They, they clear it out of the lobby. It's been three hours. That food probably doesn't taste any good anymore anyway. Uh, they, they go out and throw it away. So then, about a half hour after they throw it away, the trucker comes back. And he is angry that his food is not where he left his ticket and he's wondering like how it isn't ready by then and they were like well it was ready but we threw it away because it had been sitting there for three hours and he gave this whole spiel about how he was coming back and they should have known that and how they shouldn't have touched his food once it was on his table and how about how he how he paid for it and it was rightfully his and so then he does the most petty thing and he goes out and digs it out of the trash and he throws the fish fillet across the counter at my dad and uh, seriously yeah and so my dad uh, was threatening calling the police and of course the guy left because he didn't want to get in any legal trouble and my dad left it alone after that but I mean At that's that just point if you threw that box, oh I, I mean, promise you I'd have been reporting a tag yeah I mean it's yeah it's assault but my dad just kind of let it go because the guy left when he asked him to but yeah I know it's I mean we're not the only ones being petty here and we should we're customer service workers. Uh, and most of the time, we try to maintain control of our anger. But I mean, yeah, you gotta understand we're not the only ones. Like you gotta understand what we're dealing with here. And if we lose control of that anger, that is com- that's completely unacceptable and it's a mistake. And we apologize for that. But at, at some point, it just builds up, and you you let something slip, like me wrapping sandwiches multiple times,
0: or putting excessive amounts of toppings on a burger.
1: Yeah. All right, we just want to take another uh, quick second to recognize uh, our supporters. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, first of all. I mean, you guys take time out of your day to listen to what we've created for you. And as creators, it's important to always have an audience, because without an audience,
0: you're, you're creating, but you're, yeah.
1: you're nothing. Uh, and so we want to thank you guys for listening, for uh, telling others about it, for giving us positive feedback. We are also open to negative feedback, if you have any. Uh, we want to thank our financial supporters, our supporters who just listen, our supporters who have donated equipment such as um, these foam pads that we're testing out right now. Uh, we want to thank uh, we want to thank people who have donated time into artwork, such as Alex Prindle, who we mentioned last time, amazing guy. Uh, and we also want to uh, give this opportunity to. Uh, give another chance to support us financially again the reward for next week will just be a shout out if you donate any amount of money whatsoever you'll receive a shout out in the next episode i have venmo Uh, here's johnny should be connected to my facebook so you can just look up my name jonathan grass i also have cash app that is also here's johnny that's h-e-e-e-r-e-s-j-o-n-n-y 35 Uh, you can also find me on instagram here's johnny again spelled the same way you can find, add me on Snapchat, jgrass8515. Uh, uh, Nick, where can I add you on Snapchat?
0: Uh, you can add me at Nick, N-I-C-K, Boynton, B-O-Y-N-T-O-N, 21, uh, as in the year I graduated and the date of my birth.
1: Awesome. And so, thank you guys. Uh, follow us on social media so you can send us messages, send us any feedback you guys have, and also you guys will get notified of when episodes are coming out. I post every day that I upload a new episode on my Snapchat story, and also uh, we're able to reach more people, hopefully that way. Keep telling your friends about the podcast and we love you guys. All right, so we've shared a couple stories about how we've been petty uh, to customers who have made our days worse or that we have taken as making our days worse. Even though they're just normal customers, we've talked about times where we've let our anger get out of control. Times where uh, management has kind of told us to get a little petty with customers. And we've also talked about, uh, we've also transitioned into some customers being petty towards us. So we we want to take this time to tell you one more story and apologize for our actions. Uh, this isn't stuff that happens often, but it is stuff that happens. and we want to let you guys know that we're not perfect uh, at controlling our emotions, we're human. But also, it makes for kind of funny stories afterwards. Like, it's kind of funny that I wrapped a McChicken se- five McChicken seven times, and I made this customer go through all that work on wrapping it. Like, that's kind of funny to look back on. It shouldn't have happened, but it's, it's
0: funny. I can also say something in the moment that I enjoy that's funny, is if a customer is being disrespectful and I'm taking their order, I will swap words around, pretend like I didn't hear them, just try so hard to confuse them they'll be like yeah I want two mcchickens and I'll be like alright two hamburgers uh six mcchickens what else and then I'll just I'll let I'll just keep pretending like I didn't hear them and I'll give them feedback to confuse them and just elevate their anger because sometimes if they're like if they pull up and they're like hey hello who's there answer me I'm here now answer me immediately the second if if I if I was reaching up to press the button as soon as i heard the ding and they start off with a uh, hello who's there that's usually my cue to just confuse them and if they if they say that i'll pause if they if i'm reaching up as soon as i've heard the ding and i'm about to press the button and they say hello i'll pause and i'll give them as much time to say whatever else they were going to say and i'll judge my reaction based off of that that's another sin of mine is that i'll uh i'll just work hard to confuse or even frustrate customers who are just obnoxiously self-centered or disrespectful um, if I'm taking their order. That's something I do in service.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of times where we say stuff that we shouldn't say to customers, not like cursing them out or anything, but uh, talking back to customers, I'm a type of guy that like, if my emotions start uh, taking over control of me, I start like talking back to people and so, uh, there's, there's just a couple times where I've done that. Uh, there was a time a guy came in and one of his sandwiches was messed up. And he called us all effing idiots and told us that we all should be fired and replaced. And he was talking to all my co-workers and I wasn't even on the clock. I was about to clock in. And I said, sir, that's not happening. You need to you need to leave. I And I'm not allowed to say that I'm not management. And I'm not supposed to talk back to him. I'm supposed to be cordial and polite. But I... I don't take well to people insulting the other crew in the store. Like, if someone is yelling at another crew member or being impolite to them, I take personal offense. To that I let a manager know. I either let the manager handle it, or I, outside of the lines where I should be operating, I go talk to that customer about it. And I say, I don't want you, you being rude to that person anymore. That was completely, um, completely inappropriate and uncalled for and I go talk to the customers and they usually get angry at me for for telling them off but that's how I am and another time was this lady came through and she she ordered a Big Mac and I made the Big Mac because I was in grill but I had a headset on and then she comes back through and said there were only six pieces of lettuce on my Big Mac and I was angry and it had been a long day and so I hop on the headset even though I'm in grill and I'm like are you sure there were only six pieces of lettuce on your Big Mac? And she got all angry she's like you really want me to count and i i i keep going i don't stop i should have stopped right after that but i was like well it seems like you already did obviously and I, she got so angry she was demanding my name and wanting to call corporate and it was it was a mess but i, I mean that's just what i got for for talking back i shouldn't have done that but it was i mean it was kind of funny because everyone else was laughing because i got they'd never really seen me that upset before i don't know it's it's a difficult job, and we don't always handle it the best we're paid to, but we don't always. And so as we've been looking back on these stories, you know, there's something to laugh at and learn from. but we are sorry for them. Uh, we don't want to do we don't want to lose control of our emotions because it's not, it's not any more helpful to uh, let your anger out and just do whatever you want. It's not any more helpful. It doesn't help you get the job done. But uh, it, it does happen and we, we apologize for that. We apologize for any inconvenience we've caused customers because that's not what we're supposed to be doing. And um, you know, like in the moment we feel like we're right and looking back we can feel like we we're totally wrong. But it's just something that, it's, it's funny. It's funny in, the, it's in hindsight so uh this will be a bit of a shorter episode than usual uh because we are amazing workers so it doesn't happen very often to us so we don't have a lot of content for this one we're absolutely amazing workers but we 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 slip up every once in a while we want we wanted you guys to know that and we wanted to share the ones that we thought were either the most educational or like like wrapping five McChicken seven times a little bit a little bit quirky and funny. Yeah, some uh, funny ones some more serious ones. And if any of you were the per- people that got five meat chickens that were wrapped seven times, I'm sorry but I'm not sorry and I hope you had, you had a good time with it too.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Alright, well so uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, we'll let you guys know when a new episode's coming out. It should be Wednesdays from now on um, and we hope you guys keep enjoying them. We'll keep trying to make good content.
0: Now, I will give a disclaimer. I'm not on my Snapchat very often, so you're far more likely to get in touch with Johnny on his social media. Um, I do apologize for that, but I hope you guys enjoy getting in contact with us because i I do listen to what Johnny tells me about how our customers are thinking of us after they listen to our podcast and how our fellow coworkers are listening and thinking of us when they listen to this podcast. I do take that feedback, and I apologize if you add me on Snapchat, and I don't get back to you. Just add Johnny because I am never on my Snapchat.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week on the McGuffins Podcast. See you then.